I'm working on a project and, you know, one day the permit gets delayed, the contractor goes missing, we have a break in, um, something costs more than we thought it would. There's a, a six week delay on this thing that we need. And it was just like resistance, resistance, resistance. And I was kind of like really in this overwhelming way being showed that like, maybe there's something different for you next. Unpopular opinion, grind culture is trash. Oh, period. I'm Mickey. I'm Julia. And we're strategic hippies. We're not regular landlords, we're cool ones. We're fellow freedom seekers helping business-minded creatives and free spirits build wealth through real estate. Welcome to the Strategic Hippie Show. Africa Miranda tweets, the more I heal, the less ambitious I become. Now that's the healing from the capitalist curse. These days, I am dead about my peace. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I cannot wait to get into this because I feel too seen. And as I reflect on what drives me and continue to unwind layers, all I ever want is peace. Yes. Today, I want to talk about being still. I'm currently in what I'm very dramatically calling a midlife crisis. And find myself being uncomfortable in a transition period. And this is not the first time this has happened. So I'm familiar with the feeling and what it is and what to do about it. Um, and, you know, we're talking about stillness. These are the times where the stillness is. And there's this capitalist curse to always be working. Like my, I have a deeply embedded that my self-worth is contingent on my productivity. Capitalism is the basis of it is your worth is your output. But what I've learned is that the extreme opposite doesn't work either. Like I can't absolutely do nothing. Um, so I have to kind of find this balance and I have to figure out how to navigate with this very important space in the journey, which we call stillness. I love this. And one of the reasons, many reasons I love you is because we are always on <laughs> the same page. I had a very similar revelation over the weekend in a meditation to just be still. I want to share this tweet that I came across that reminds me of this conversation by Miles E. Johnson at Feral Rapture. Trust me that moments of stillness aren't stagnation. They are put in place so you might use the time to heal and be able to manifest from a space of peace and newness, not from wounds and trauma. You ate that. Woo! <laughs> Woo-wee! <laughs> yeah, that is the one. And we've had conversations around self-will versus divine will, allowing versus accepting. And I just love it so much because we're first time entrepreneurs. We understand that we're forging a path that is new for us. And what has become very clear for me in just accepting is it's going to feel different too. So I have to not only 
look at the path as being different than what my ancestors had to endure, but it's going to feel different. So on an intimate level, I have to re-remember feelings and be safe in the space of creating an ease and being mindful when I'm not in that space and being graceful with myself and when those emotions come up, you know, we're still humans and we just have to be all the things. And I want to be able to feel joy, not just say I'm joyful. Um, and yeah, I just, I love it all so much. I love the, the message to be still so much. You said so many things, and I, I really just want to touch on briefly how there is just this alignment that happens with us. And, you know, like the two of us, we have all these ideas for episodes that we want to do. There's so many things that we want to talk about. And we came to the realization that, like, you know, we need to talk about things that are relevant to us so that we can be the most honorable, the most honest, the most vulnerable, the most relatable. And today I was like, this is why I'm feeling this is what I'm going through. And I use the word stillness. And you're like, I just did a meditation. And the conclusion was stillness, you know, and it's just such a beautiful thing that, like, you know, this is a spiritual journey and you know you kind of, you've meant you mentioned the difference between the self-will and the divine will and i think that to me is like the the difference between the being and the doing right like the stillness and the i'm i'm being as productive as possible and when i am functioning in a place of self-will it's like I have these ideas, I wanna do these things and I'm just gonna do, 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 do. And when I'm operating from a place of, you know, in alignment with the divine will, then it's where I'm still and I'm allowing and I have space to be guided, to accept new ideas, to accept guidance, because if I'm operating in this opposite, there's no space for guidance. And I think that's what the gift of the stillness is, is being able to allow that to happen. And also, you know, you talk about how, you know, it feels different. And I think it's important to recognize that a lot of times when something is different, it can be uncomfortable. And it doesn't mean that it's always uncomfortable because sometimes different can feel really exciting and exhilarating and beautiful, but also it's very common to just feel uncomfortable because it's new. And I think that's a big part of this capitalist curse for me is how uncomfortable stillness feels because I'm not producing. It's so deep ingrained in who I am that when I'm not, when I'm not doing, then I'm less than. And, you know, I think the topic of today is like, am I a human being or am I a human doing? <laughs> That is the question to always be asking myself at this point. Am I a human being or a human doing? I love all of that so much. I feel like I always toggle as a Taurus, um, one of my favorite astrologers, Chani Nicholas, for Taurus season, she tweeted the Taurus pipeline from overworking to overindulgence. Like I have <laughs> no middle ground. Like I'm either super iced out chilling or I'm like going incredibly hard. And I think for 
stillness for me is being in that balance. Like I'm always present. I'm always showing up and in the work, not I have to do. Like we are very innovative and forward thinking and we have big grand ideas for ourselves and the world. And what's continuing to come up for me is a quote I've always loved to be the change, but that's not easy. Like you said, it is uncomfortable. So how can I be the change when the change is to chill out? <laughs> right. So um, in the name of stillness, let's have a staring contest. I don't know how to be still. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Seriously, let's um, talk about one of my favorite books, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. Um, he describes the, it being two states of mind and body, survival versus creation. So survival state examples look like stress, imbalance, fear, anger, or sadness. And creating feels like expansion, health, love, joy, and trust. So honoring these spaces and being in flow, for me, I have to continue to be patient as I make the shifts in stillness. Being able to recognize when I'm acting out of survival or when I'm acting out of love. And a lot of what I'm doing now is just energetic clearing for me to even feel comfortable in the space of creating. I have to release the emotions that are just stuck in my body from survival. So stillness for me definitely looks like meditating. And I do the mindset meditations because that's just my jam. I'm pretty sure that's my lesson in this lifetime to just be still and chill out. And I'm always fighting that. But whenever I don't, beautiful things happen, like creating this lovely show with my lovely friend. I don't know. That's kind of weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And like, I, I keep thinking about, you know, I've said this a few times this week and it was something it it's like this silly line of like, thank God I didn't get what I wanted. Right. Or, you know, when I, when I make a plan, God laughs or another thing that I was like told recently, cause of course, like the backstory behind all of these things coming up for me is because I made this like huge life change recently and it didn't go anything like I thought it would. But here I am with like so many beautiful gifts out of this like leap of faith that I didn't anticipate. You know, like I had a plan and I just like showed up and tried to do what I wanted to do. And God's like, no, I got more for you. Yeah. In the moment, I'm like, hey, <laughs> when am I getting what I want? I'm being punished, you know, like this whole like self-pity rant. Um, but, you know, I think back to this this time in my career where there was just so much resistance happening and all of the work that I was doing. And capitalism got you down? Aw. 
Take control of your life and finances by gaining financial freedom through real estate. If you're over grind culture and resonate with the energy of this show, let's dive deeper on creating a life that you don't have to escape from. Click the link in the description to join our next free financial freedom for strategic hippies webinar. And, you know, and it was over and over again, just like any time I thought I was progressing some kind of issue and like to be, you know, to provide some examples, like I'm working on a project and, you know, one day the permit gets delayed, the contractor goes missing, we have a break in, um, something costs more than we thought it would. There's a, a six week delay on this thing that we need. And it was just like resistance, resistance, resistance. And I was kind of like really in this overwhelming way being showed that like, maybe there's something different for you next, but it was all I knew. Right. And like, I also had to like think back to my why and my original intention of investing in real estate, which was, you know, I want to build the foundation for financial freedom. And I had an idea of what that looked like. I had wrote it out what the number, what my freedom number was, how many units that was. And I wasn't paying attention that I had reached it until things were getting so challenging. And I was like, all right, well, maybe there's something else for me, but that's scary, you know? And I knew that the only way for me to see what could be next was to clear the path. Right. Like at the time, it was like, how many projects am I working on? How many contractors? How many employees? Like, how many? Like, my space was filled. Right. There was no stillness. There was, I have to wake up and I have to do these things. And there wasn't any space for anything new. And one day, I came to the realization that for something new to appear, there has to be room for it. Like, if I had some amazing opportunity come my way today, I wouldn't be able to say yes because I don't have the time or space for it. So I had to really, I'm like, all right, well, now I have three open projects. Now I have one open project. And I had to start really creating space in my life and kind of work through that uncomfortable stillness and be like, I know there's something, there's something coming and I have to be ready for it. And, you know, that is that difference between operating from, you know, that place of, peace and newness specifically, right? Or from wounds and trauma and that capitalism curse and, you know, the um, me trying to fill this hole in my soul that I think productivity will give me self-worth, you know, like, and that is a whole nother conversation that has to do with like a whole nother capitalist curse of like, once I reach this thing, then I'll feel successful. Once I, it's like that disease of more, right? Like there's never any relativeness. There's never any stillness. There's never any, oh, I'm here. I made it. I'm proud. Look at this. It's okay. Well, now what's next? All right. I'm glad that I bought a five unit apartment building. Now I must buy a seven unit or a 10 unit or like, huh, but it, you know, it's unlearning those things. And, and, you know, this is why we call it a spiritual journey. <laughs> Yes. And I think that's exactly it, filling the hole in your soul. <laughs> because all of our ambition, and to tie it back to the tweet we started with, and um, the more I heal, the less ambitious I become, 
is where do we even create this ambition? Whose ambitions are these? Are you even quiet enough to hear your own ambitions? Or are you regurgitating the ambitions of other people? And that's what the power of stillness and even being able to hear your own voice. And I love that you created space to be able to expand your imagination, really, because your imagination was, you were coming from a space of I'm in survival or I'm accomplishing my goals and now I want to accomplish more goals. So your imagination was from the space you are in. Imagine how more vibrant your imagination becomes when you have this clean slate and you're in a space where anything is literally possible and being able to receive that newness and receive the things we ask for. I think that's just so empowering and beautiful to just be still to accept what you ask for. <laughs> like I have to constantly get out of my overachieving mentality. And I think from even when we were children, like being in school and it's like, it's always up to the next. Do you remember per, uh, permanent records and how they used to hang them over your head? Like this, this is gonna- <laughs> no, Talk about trauma. <laughs> this is gonna haunt you forever. This means the most. And I'm just like- Your permanent what? record. I haven't thought about a permanent record in like 20 years. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I'm just like, things like that is just, it goes back to sowing fear. Exactly. Just sowing fear in the minds of children. And <laughs> <laughs> but also, where did these ambitions come from? I'm just being told what I should do or what's important. Like being told what's important versus having the tools to understand how to define my own importance, define my own self-worth. I am, you know, hitting all these societal goalposts and I take the pivot to real estate. No, this is a new goalpost for me, but I'm still operating out of that old system. So we have to, we have so much to unlearn and reimagine. I feel like we just have to laugh through it all. Because to cry about it would be still in the old paradigm. <laughs> As you talk about this, I like I imagine the the analogy of like an onion, right? Like all the layers of an onion, and it's like I'm busy, <laughs> or like I need to stay busy, and then it's like, oh well, um, you know, busy is a trauma response. I need to. I'm I'm avoiding. Um, what is, and then you like get down to, oh, financial insecurity. Oh, there's, and there's like all these layers to these things. And, you know, I want to revisit you, um, talking about that, the book for Joe Dispenza and, you know, how, you know, it's another layer of the onion is like operating, like you get down to it and like, you're, you're in a state of survival. Right. So like, are we, is this, are we in the survival onion when we get to the core of it? Or are we in the love onion? Mm. 
I love me some onions. I'm trying to get in the onion, the love onion. <laughs> love onion, right? And for Bible state examples look like stress and balance, fear, anger, sadness, creating feels like expansion, health, love, joy, and trust. And honoring these spaces and flow and being patient and making this shift. And that's the stillness, right? And these are like the two worlds that we're that we're talking about and trying to, you know, be honest with ourselves and where we are in the in the midst of these two worlds that people are operating in. And are we all the way in this one? Have we dipped a toe in this one? Is there a balance? You know, where are like like we said for me, it's like my life gets unmanageable if I'm all the way in like survival mode but it also gets a little unmanageable if i'm all the way in like i'm not gonna do anything you know like i'm i'm a i'm a creator like there mm -hmm. is like i need to be honest about you know i may not have like a career that i'm working on in a moment and i have to you know see what's next and see like what opportunities are going to be gifted to me but I have to be honest with myself about being a creator. And sometimes it doesn't look like, you know, I have a bunch of entrepreneurial drive at the moment. Like, I don't know what business I'm going to be working on or what venture or what my purpose is. Um, but I know that I need to, you know, there's an, to an extent, like be creating and be like productive and be moving. And I think that's part of it because you know, can, have I reached the point where I can be a hundred percent still for an extended period of time? No. So what that looks like is incorporating stillness. And like one thing that I am prioritizing right now, like I, I've had a very like preoccupied really few months, right? Like I'm in a, a basically a different country and I keep having these visitors come and it's like back to back to back and I haven't been spending much time alone and to me what that means is I haven't been spending much time connecting to my higher power so over the next few weeks when I'm alone my priority is prayer and meditation and being alone and being and and being at ease because that's when I keep a notebook down close by um, and maybe it's a period of recharge or maybe it's a period of something new is coming, but it's like the most important period. Yes. And I think that is a beautiful encapsulation of what you described as creating the space so that you can be still and receive those divine messages, the opportunities that align with what you want to do. And you had to make the shift in order to even be able to be in the stillness. So I'm just um, so excited to always be on this journey with you. We learn so much from each other. And honestly, I just feel like I could just wipe my brow. Like, okay, the way I'm moving is not so outrageous. <laughs> because I think that's the another thing um, in honoring what you're describing as tuning into yourself to make your next decision, that's not always praised. So you have to be very discerning and confident in your ability to do that. Because at the end of the day, 
it's just you. <laughs> so you better feel good about what you're doing because you have to live with you at the end of the day. So um, I'm just forever grateful and um, I love, and I'm going to continue to receive and embody this message to be still and we'll see how all the things do the things. <laughs> Absolutely. I think this, this show and specifically this episode has helped me so much and I can only hope it might help somebody else um but if not anything else i'm just so grateful to be on this journey and to stay and to stay present present and honest and you know be building wealth in a very untraditional way and you know staying staying intentional and strategic absolutely we are definitely strategic hippies for a reason <laughs> So for those listening, um, we prompt you to, throughout your day, recognize if you're being a human being or you're being a human doing. Oof. Girl, yeah, I'm going to take that. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a human being right now, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, later today, when I have to do some showings of an apartment, <laughs> I'm going to check in right here. And- yes. <laughs> We are so grateful to be of service through the Better Than Success real estate investing community. If you're ready to explore freedom on your own terms too, we would love to journey with you on this wealth building adventure. Check out the description box to join our next Financial Freedom for Strategic Hippies webinar and learn more about Julia, me, Mickey, and BTS. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and share this video and subscribe to our channel. Peace. We'll see you soon.